0: Hello I'm Craig Constantine welcome this is the podcaster community show short conversations that are not just about podcasting as I've said before because I like to take the scenic route. my guest today is Christy Cassidy welcome Christy. how are you this afternoon?
1: Hi Craig I'm doing great nice to be here
0: I'm glad that you're doing great It's expletive hot <laughs> these days um I think the place I want to start today is like tangentially off of your your depth of experience and knowledge around books. And I'm all I'm thinking particularly around book editing. Um and so so you have a podcast, congratulations. And I'm I'm wondering was there anything that you found like from book editing that is like a I hate to overuse the word superpower, but like something from book editing that you felt like you had a leg up on that maybe you see other people making mistakes in? Or are you surprised at how your editing skills didn't actually turn into (laughs) superpowers when you got to podcasting?
1: Editing experience actually has been a big help in learning to edit podcasts. I don't particularly like to edit podcasts, but using the transcripts and using Descript, I have resisted reading, reading and editing the way I would a novel say, Mm. but I've learned that every guest has their own verbal tics and Sometimes I don't even see them till I'm starting again to go through or I don't see them toward the end. It's just like an author. Authors all have their own little tics and weirdnesses that you have to delete, get them out of there. (laughs) I have one guest, you know what I mean? He said, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um... This last one, you know, you know, and all that stuff, you know, all that stuff. So in that sense, it's very much like, like book editing. I do think I had a leg up. I do from Mm -hmm. even if I didn't use Descript and the transcript along with it, as I'm listening, I often close my eyes or I'll look off to the side and I, I can hear it. I can hear it because I love radio so much and I've listened for years, really. Um, 20, 30 years, I listen to radio every morning. I listen to radio shows. I And now I listen to podcasts on top of it. So I can hear certain things. Not that I'm great at editing them, but but combination, yeah, those book editing skills and listening all those years to the radio.
0: It seems like there would be, um, I, I mean, I can, I can work an editor, you know, like I can work the backspace key, but I don't know how to actually edit with a capital E. And it feels like there would be, if you're good at editing um, text novels for books, you need to understand the experience of the reader. Like you have to understand, all right, as the editor, I see what the author is doing. Like I conceptually see what they're doing, but that's not going to work. Like the readers aren't going to get it, or this is going to be in the way, or this is, that's a good, that's going to work, or this structure is going to function. And I'm, I'm wondering how you learned. So to me, that feels like a, that's a subtle thing To Yeah. I'm literally knee deep in the text. I'm knee deep in the relationship with the author, with the story, but yet I'm able to make sure that I can, when I'm done, I can hit the save button and it, and it's a book that people can read and they can get the experience and the, or the ideas that the author was actually intending that that's a skill set to me that I feel I don't have in, in editing text. And I'm wondering did you have a learning curve when you went to podcasting? Like the way you were describing looking at the script, which has absolutely nothing to do with how people consume the things that we're creating. And, And you made an excellent point about looking to the side, like being mind that you are mindful enough to go, yeah, okay. But the experience of the listener is actually me averting my eyes, just listening with my eyes closed. So I'm just wondering if you had to work to learn that same like parallel skill of being able to like go really deep into the creation of the podcast, but yet still be able to go. That's not what the people listening are going to experience. They're going to experience, you know, just the audio. Am I making sense? Like, there's a parallel there. I feel that speaks to like how complex editing for uh, text is. And I think editing for audio is, is equally complex, but somehow different.
1: It's very different. I'm still, I'm still like it's a steep learning curve, and I don't even see the top of the hill in sight. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's um, what's hardest for me at this point is understanding the story, getting the arc of the story, which in a in a even in nonfiction. You can find the story chapter by chapter. You can find it through the whole book and certainly in fiction as well, even in a short story, even in a poem. This is a little different because people meander this way and that when you're talking to them. And then am I supposed to rein them in or am I supposed to follow them? And what is the experience of the listener? You want to surprise them. I don't think I've surprised anybody yet. I would like to that that might be a goal <laughs> to mm. surprise the listener, but it's, it's hard. It's hard finding that story. And everybody of course talks about it and all the pros, you know, in their newsletters and books. And, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Help me out. I know it's here somewhere.
0: I, I'm, I agree with you, right? There's this idea of the arc and i've had i've done podcast episodes where we're talking about creating story arc or finding story and i will i'll admit i think i've said this before that i don't i actually don't pay any attention to that. i don't pay any attention at all because I, in in this particular show i know i'm not going to edit at literally anything at all let alone try to like decide what story christy was actually trying to tell even though you know, I gave her no time and I didn't give her any questions and she had basically no warm up and it's just, it's just a conversation. So I think for me, I think knowing that if I wanted to share stories, then what I'm doing sucks horribly. And, and like, for me, it feels like it actually makes it simpler. I'm like, wait, all right, I'm not trying to tell stories. So I'm not going to I don't want to say get lost in the rabbit hole because it makes it sound negative, but I'm not going to go off on the the long journey of learning how to tell stories when that's not what I'm doing. And instead, uh, I have other things that I do that don't revolve around editing, but other things I do about how do I create a conversation, how you bootstrap that, you know, I say zero to 60 and be done in 20 minutes. And I I think it's it took me a long time to realize that I kept going, okay, if story is so important, how do I put skills related to uncovering story or better telling of story? How do I put those skills into what I'm doing? And my answer is I don't, unless I'm doing it completely subconsciously. I don't. Cause that's not a thing I'm not pushing back. You're totally right about story, but I think your, your podcast episodes, you're, you're doing all the things that I'm doing, which is bring another person in and you're trying to tell the story. I'm like, Oh, that's even harder. Like I, I think that's even harder to do. So I, I applaud figuratively. I applaud you know, you're, uh, diving in and saying, I'm going to have this long form conversation with someone, and then I'm going to try and create a thing that's even better than the experience that you had in the moment.
1: But maybe that's part of this learning curve, this whatever <laughs> <laughs> the track that I'm on. Um, no, I'm now I'm mixing my metaphors, but, um, is to learn, to let go of that story thing but it comes back again and again in the editing process it's like you don't want to bore people sometimes when i listen to my own i'll be like "Do it's like where do i get distracted Uh oh that was supposed mm. to be the important part of the story <laughs> so it, it, it's, yeah, yeah but your
0: experience like you know literally christy's experience of listening to christy's episode that's Literally an experience no one else is ever going to have. Right. And I, I don't like to listen to my own work. It took me a while, uh, done hundreds and it took me a while to even be okay with like, okay, I can listen. It doesn't make me sweat. I just, I don't care. Like I enjoyed the conversation. If anything, I do, I would say not every day, but multiple times a week, I'm in some transcript from something that I've done. So I do go back all the time. I go back to my notes. I go back to transcripts. But that's Craig's, ex- that's me going back to the experience that I have, but I'm looking for something, like I'm looking for a, a, something they said, or I'm looking for an idea that's in the back of my head. So I, I think, we're. we're kind of, I feel like I'm back to this idea of, as podcasters, it's really hard to separate ourselves and understand that, like, who's it for? It's not for literally Craig. I'm not making these episodes for Craig and Christy's not making hers for herself. And that's super hard. Is like I, I don't want to say I struggle with it, but that's the thing that I'm always thinking. Like, I feel like I should change. Oh, wait, Craig. Or do you want to change that because Craig wants something different out of what's happening? Or is that something that would better serve the people? So to me, it's like a constant pull. And I, I like your point about, you know, the the journey that you're on. And maybe that's Maybe my hope should be that I'm always um, feeling that pull to like, oh, I feel like I could change this. But no, the way it is is actually the right choice.
1: <laughs> That's because, Craig, you, you exhibit such um, honest curiosity about your guests. It's really, it comes through. It's so natural. And maybe... Somewhere along the line, down around episode seven or eight or nine, you had to get, learn to give something up, right? Give it up and mm. that it's not for you, obviously. But also that is very freeing, right? Not worrying about story. Just yeah, let's have a conversation. But still, it's your curiosity is what makes the podcast good.
0: Yeah. uh, Thank you for saying so. I I do hear that often. So it took me a while to, uh, I'm going to say, I always believed that it was true, but it took me a while to really feel like I don't have to try and do anything else. So, uh, you know, teen, 20 year old, 30 year old Craig would often have been the class clown. Nobody would want to hear that podcast. And now I feel like just or simply being curious is enough. Like, like Christy, uh, you know, in the back of my head was like, book editing. I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about book editing. I didn't have to be like, I too want to be a book editor and I once edited a book. I didn't have to like show up and be that person. I could just be like, book editing, tell me more. Like, it took me a while to realize that that was enough, that, that simply being curious was enough to make it interesting for other people to listen to it. Cause for me, I feel like, well, okay, people find that interesting. I don't know. It's, that's just the, That's the juice I'm steeped in, I guess.
1: Yeah, it is. And now you're going to have new art, even more exciting, right? (laughs) (laughs) Was was I not supposed to bring that up, right?
0: No, it's it's all good. What what specifically are you referring to?
1: Aren't you doing new art for... Doing new oh, work. oh, the
0: new the new cover art. Sorry, yes. Cover art, um, yes. When you said when you said art, I I envisioned like real artists. I don't consider myself an artist. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um Yeah, for the other, yeah. So I was torn. I was considering doing it for this show as well, but I don't want to change too many things on one weekday. Um, but what Christy's referring to is I for the other big project I have called Movers Mindset. I was doing. It that we do a mix of long form and short form. so we do short ones like this. And for these, because I don't want to torture the guests to get them the semi headshots, a lot of the people are are they don't have head they don't have the photography in advance. I, I'm just doing a graphic like I do for this show. They're nice, they're okay. They have the colors, it works a name but uh, but for the long form ones for mover's mindset, we were going to the trouble because most people are a little more well-known. They'd send us their headshot, we'd edit it and I love them so much more because when you look at the episode, you see the person and, and not me. I want you, I want to see the, so then I was like, well, how, I can't, I, I did one this morning and I'm like, how am I going to do this without bothering people? So then I went in this long rabbit hole and I figured out how to make cartoons like click it, click, click done out of images. And it works pretty good. I can take a crappy screen snapshot, 500 pixels square, and I can turn it into a cartoon and you can recognize the person. Um, so that that to me was something where I went, I think everybody else would enjoy seeing these people that I'm talking to. They want a face to go with the voice. And I I spent weeks, you know, talking to people and trying to figure out exactly how to do it. And the final process literally just takes me seconds. Um, and that's a case where I I get to see Christy. Like I get to look at Christy for 20 minutes while we talk. So I don't need a picture to remind myself of the conversation, but that's a, a good that's a good um, closed loop you bring up there about that's something that I did change, not just because Craig wants to change everything, but because I think the people listening would get more if they can get an idea of who that person is. And now I feel like I have to change the episode artwork for this show too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably you will. But isn't it interesting that all this audio and, the, the auditory senses, and yet it's still... Is this a function of social media? It's still, we you know, we're drawn to that picture of the face. We're drawn to the picture of the animal, right? That's... Hmm. Um, was it someone said that there was a... Uh, they Nielsen did a, a test where people wore little skull caps with diodes on them, and when they saw the pictures of people yeah. and animals,
0: everything, yeah, all the up.
1: interest... Things yeah. started buzzing in their brains, as opposed to not. It, it's just fascinating to me, and I don't think it's just social media. Can't be, right? No,
0: I agree with you. It's it's yes. First of all, people are hardwired for facial for recognizing faces, um, but I I I'm okay with the um, my effort. You know, and I know you're not pushing back on my cover art, but like I'm okay with having visuals that go with podcasts. I'm even okay with people who want to put them on YouTube with video, although I, I find it's much harder to get a good conversation when there's video being recorded. I could talk about that for hours, but putting visuals on our podcast, I think that's important and that like we spend a lot of time on our show cover art to try and get something that fits in a thumbnail that's that's visually interesting. And that's important because we're um, figuratively asking people to change contexts so i'm asking you to be on instagram and then to actually give a flying figlet about my audio podcast and change over to your podcast app so i think you know in that sense i'm willing to do some extra work i'm willing to say yeah okay we need to have good artwork on our stuff like like why don't i just have a white block that says movers mindset you know <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles White album. Getting a little lazy here, guys, you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> but in that sense, everybody just went Beatles and bought the thing. But why do albums why did albums have cover art on them? Because you were supposed to like pick it up and go, ooh, this is interesting. I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna carry it home and I'm put it on the record player, all that stuff. So um, And read
1: the back of it. Well,
0: I, I mean, the, yes, that was exactly. the other
1: part of that. Right? Weren't they they were shrink wrap? Oh yeah. Shrink wrap. Well, they're like books,
0: right? You got to, you know, the, the front, the whole, the point of the whole front is to get you to pick it up, right? And then the, the, then the whole point of the back is to get you to open the front cover to read the inside. Like everything has a, you know, a, a ratchet. There's a little, um, uh, somewhere along the way, I heard the metaphor of a beach. If you're trying to get people to do something, buy your book, listen to your podcast, join your thing, whatever. It's a long, gentle beach slope, and everything along the way should be a small ask, and they shouldn't feel like it's a one-way, can't back up. And if at the end of the beach, there's a 30-foot vertical cliff, they're never going to do that last step. It's got to be a nice beach all the way. Um, yes. And I I feel like you make a good point about about albums. I'm I am old enough to have bought albums. <laughs> In record stores. Um, yeah.
1: They're popular again. Yeah. Is that a trip? Yeah. yeah. Cool. But <laughs> what can we do? There's a, mm. I don't know. I don't think I have, I don't think I have it in me uh, to start setting up a whole turntable and Speaker setup anymore? Yeah, it's,
0: <laughs> I think they actually make USB ones now. <laughs> Turntables with a USB jack. I've been tempted, um, but I actually I have a cousin, a really close friend of mine, uh, a second cousin, who I gave. I, I used to have a really good Marantz turntable. that was my dad's, and I gave it to him in the whole vinyl collection. And every once in a while, I make him promise because he listens to vinyl a lot. I'm like play the Grateful Dead really loud or something. So so all that stuff still does get used. Uh, But I'm off on a tangent. Um, How about one last quick question as our time slips away? Um, What's something that you've wanted to do with podcasting, but you're kind of afraid if you start it, it's going to eat your life?
1: (laughs) Oh, I know exactly what it is. It's mixing and matching voices, interspersing music, bringing in, outside sounds Mm. and making the podcast have a little bit more depth. Now, is that totally like NPR? Yes, but I don't care because they're more interesting to me that if you can put in, you know, if you're talking about the beach and well, all right, Right, I won't won't. go there because you were just talking about the beach. So that's what made me think of the sound of the beach. (laughs) Um, But sometimes, you know, Words are nice, but it's, that's a great thing about audio, unlike books where the words are all you've got, right? But with audio, there's just so much, there's so much more that you can play around with so. and multiple voices without being a round table, but bringing in points of view and bringing in, I don't know, that's, that's what I'm thinking. More, more depth, more layers of, of sound,
0: Mm. So if you're out there listening, you should reach out to Christy if you have resources or manpower and you would like to help her do an experimental episode. She would love to direct it without having to push all the buttons. (laughs) Uh, That's (laughs) an excellent idea, though, yes. Yes. All right. If people want to hear your show, catch up with you, find you, where should they go?
1: They can go to... The name of the podcast is Moving Along, and they can go to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or anywhere they get their podcasts and search Moving Along Podcast. It's with me, Christy Cassidy. The website is not up yet. That's another part of the goal. So (laughs) give it a month and maybe. It's always something, right? (laughs) It's always something. But I'm there on LinkedIn, and I'm there on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else, too so.
0: Outstanding. Well, Christy, as much as I always hate to say it, I think that's a great place for us to stop today. So I will just say thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Thank you, Craig. It's been fun.